4.35 a.m. You're listening to the Long Lead Podcast. Russ is with me. I am Adam. Uh, Doug is on holiday or can't be bothered. Um, he, he's in San Diego, isn't he? I thought he was in Vegas. Where on, where on earth is Carmen San Diego? I don't know. <laughs> that went over my head. Uh, Did you know there, there used to be a TV show? It was a TV show back in the, the, nine, the 90s for you uh, crazy... Older kids. <laughs> yeah, that's one that I'm probably too old for rather than too young for, um, sadly. Um, Russ, you've been on holiday yourself and you are horrifically jet-lagged and haven't been to sleep, as you said, before we came on air for 36 or so hours. Yeah, so this should be fun. Um, yeah, which is one of the reasons why we've we've not stuck a podcast out since the first test, which didn't quite go to plan. Um, given that the second test starts as soon as tomorrow, we'll probably look forward to that more than have a post-mortem on the, the first test, which obviously likes of Bob Willis, Tuffers and Vaughan, they've, they've all got into that. Um, we probably have a few, <laughs> a few thoughts kicking around. Um, but yeah, to start with, um, some changes in the, the squad. Um, Moeen Ali, probably unselectable. He's, he's been dropped. Um, he's now taking a break from from all cricket. Jimmy is injured. Oh, I didn't. And... I didn't. I didn't. Genuinely didn't know that. So Moeen's taking a break from all cricket. He's not even going to be playing for Worcester in the Blast or anything like that. No, he. I don't know how long for short in inverted commas break. Um, but might Probably not be the worst the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. I think he. Uh, certain players, you you get to that point. No, it's not not just a cricket thing, but other sports as well, where. Your form is so bad, or your, I guess, confidence is so shot that you, you kind of can't do anything, and and perhaps taking a break is is the right thing for him. Yeah, I would say so. He, he I didn't watch a ball of the first test through being on holiday, but I did listen to an awful lot of it, a lot of it on the TMS overseas, which is an absolute godsend. YouTube. The link from the BBC Sport website takes you to YouTube, where you can yeah, listen to yeah. TMS over overseas. And um, yeah, he just, you know, at a pivotal time where we needed our spinner to really, really do a job, um, he just didn't. And, you know, you can't blame him for having a bad game, but it's too many bad games now with the bat and now with the ball. And I, I think I don't want to sound like the the smug hindsight guy, um, but this this was something that I kind of saw coming um, with his batting, and we we all knew he had no form whatsoever with the bat. Um, but it just I I don't feel he's bowled that well at all for a while, and he's 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 always been a bit streaky with his bowling. Like some, sometimes yeah. he'll he'll come on with a a fantastic spell. But you know it can take. It could take a bad shot from a batsman sometimes, and suddenly your your confidence is there. But yeah, he, seen... he had that series against South Africa, didn't he? Where he took a couple of fifers, I think, at Lords, and he bowled well at the Oval. Took took a hat trick at the Oval, I think. Uh, yes, I was and, there. Um, you know, like you say, he's quite streaky. But he, if you look at his previous Ashes performances, it's just you know woeful. Really, they went after him. Last time they were here, um, and then over there, he was he was basically completely ineffectual. So, um, and with his batting, Nathan Lyon has literally had a hoodoo over him for forever. Yeah, for what I seems mean, like he, forever, he left a ball that seemed to sort of pitch middle and leg and hit off. You know, it's not not a good look. Um, yeah, scrambled brain. Um, uh, yeah, the right the right decision on both sides, it's, and hopefully the break break does him good. He does whatever he needs to do, comes back however he needs to come back, and um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be getting some good advice from. Is it Steve Rhodes at Worcester? I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in the, in the short term, we'll, I'm sure we'll see him back for for England, and I'm sure we'll see him do well. But now isn't isn't the right time for him. Um, in in his place, we've got Jack Leach in the squad. 
um, which ninety two Jack Leach, ninety two Jack Leach. Uh, I assume he's probably not going to open the batting, but you know. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have thought so, would you? I mean, for all of the the talk and the faults of Jason Roy dancing down the wicket to Nathan Lyon uh, in our second innings, which was beyond stupid, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me said about that the better um, I don't think Jack Leach is in the side for his batting but I also don't think he is going to spin Australia out I think he uh, yeah I yeah I'd agree I perhaps don't see him sort of taking a seven for on the final day necessarily um, but I certainly can see him do what Moeen hasn't been able to do and Hold have an a end. level of control. Yeah, exactly. Hold an end. And there's a... It's left arm spin, isn't there? But a, a possible weakness. But I can't, I can't even see that, to be honest. I mean... Well, isn't that just because we've tried everything else? and Probably. <laughs> but do you, think there's, do you think there's an element? I mean, he, he had a freakishly good game at Edgebuston. You know, yeah, 280 he can't, he can't odd rounds. Well, no, you'd like to think not. Yeah, you'd like to think not, but you know he was freakishly good, and he single-handedly won Australia that Test match. One hundred and twenty-two for eight on day one, they were in a massive hole, and you know he dug them out of that hole with um, Essex's own Peter Siddle and Nathan uh, Nathan Lyon stuck around for a little bit as well. But one hundred and forty-four. I mean, the way he the way he looked after Lyon. And Siddle to a certain extent, but Lyon, you know, and then just went to town, you know, playing shots. You could argue that that Joe Root lost the plot a little bit in that first innings, going defensive a bit too soon. But you know, when you got outside 102 for eight, you should, 122 for eight, you should just keep your foot on the throat, surely. Yeah, it's it's sometimes, and there's been a bit said about Joe Root's captaincy in this test. Um, a fair amount of criticism, which is is perhaps justified. I think it's sometimes tricky when you've got a tail ender at the crease. Um, and I do think that England probably misjudged Peter Siddle a bit. Um, and as as I warned you guys on WhatsApp, I think at the time, um, yeah, he him coming to the crease as as ridiculous as it sounded, a man in form. And as soon as you get a few runs start to flow. And you've got the perceived tail ender at one end, and obviously Steve Steve Smith, currently the world's greatest batsman at the other. Um, it can be difficult to get the tactics right. Yeah, you can get this this thing where you're constantly offering a single, um, and I, sometimes that has its place. Sometimes I think you teams can go to that too early. Um, but, but I mean, you know, says Steve Smith. I think when the dust settles. You know, my first reaction to a lot of the game was to be quite angry about England being ineffectual with in various departments. Um, but you look back and, well, two incredible knocks from him. Yeah. Are probably the difference. With, well, they well, are the difference. They are. The team. 280 runs and they won by, what, 250? So first, first time in tests that a batsman has been dismissed twice in the 140s, by the way. In a a test match. So that's his weakness. Yeah. I mean, when you look at... There there was a lot to be hopeful for, for England in that. In the first innings, especially with Anderson going down after four overs. Broad, I I mean, I told you Stuart Broad, he is, and I've I've told Dougie this as well. Yeah, yeah. Doug's more anti-Broad than I am. Yeah, um... My worry is the amount of well, the amount of overs Ben Stokes had to bowl. He, for me, is too inconsistent to be that fourth seamer. He just, he he bowls. He bowls too many bad balls to be the. Fourth. He does. Oh well. I, so a fifth I think it seamer, could be a fourth fourth seamer. Yes, but when you have one one go, go down, down, it changes things a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would almost like to see him as a as a fifth seamer in a new look England side next week or tomorrow, should we say? Um, I think we can come on to that in a minute. But um, where was I going to go with that? Uh, but yeah, so 
The positive for England, I mean, the way they batted in that first innings, yes, they would have been disappointed with the with the way that the Australian tail wagged. But let's not forget, England went into that third innings with a 90-run lead. And they had Australia sort of three for minus 16. So they yeah. were still well in the ascendancy. It yeah, just, it's, that, it's that man again. Smith, another 142. Travis Head, uh, Matthew Wade, and then Payne, Pattinson, Cummins. They all they made hay with some very, very tired bowling. I mean, mowing 29 overs, two for 130. Um, Broad, 22, two for 90, uh, one for 91. Wokes, 13, one for 46. Root, 12 for 50. Stokes, See, here's the thing. You've got Stokes bowling 22 overs and Chris Wokes bowling 13 in that second innings. Just what doesn't was, make any was, sense. On the, oh, and then oh, Joe the Denley. Day, Joe Wokes Denley, 14, 72 or 14. Yeah, we're going to come to Joe Denley. Um, what was... Wokes didn't bowl. I think it was the fourth day. Yeah, it would have been the fourth day. He didn't bowl before lunch. So that, that was the morning where very England odd. are still very much in the game. Yeah. And, and given the fact that Anderson is missing, um, uh, England needed early wickets that morning. That's that's the morning they need to take the game by the scruff of the neck. So I, I don't know if we if anyone got to the bottom of why that was. It seems very odd, doesn't it? Um, I mean, I'm <laughs> with uh, I've talked about Wokes in various different ways before. I mean, I remain convinced that he is. A favourable conditions bowler, yeah. the equivalent of a flat track bully, the the opposite, or however you want to call yeah. it. So yeah, on a if it's a bit of a green top at Lords, and the forecast forecast isn't great, so we're not we're not going to have a week of hot weather. Um, he's absolutely the right selection, and he'll probably do quite well at Lords. I hope he does. Um, but when the the bowlers are tired, the batsmen are in, and the pitch isn't doing anything at Edgbaston. Um, you know, maybe that's how Joe Root saw it on that morning. Yeah. But, you know, you can't... Surely he's still the man to throw the ball to at some point. Yeah. You know, yeah I, find I, mean, that, I find that staggering. He's your, in that situation with no Anderson. Wokes and Broad are your two main seamers. Oh, they, they have to be. Yeah. Not Stokes. Like you say, Stokes bowls... Stokes bowls that bad ball, bad ball and over. He doesn't bowl that many maidens. I mean, he bowled five out of 22 in that second innings. But he is prone to bowling. Sometimes that his, his, maiden, his maiden will be a couple of unreachable deliveries that don't, yeah, don't put yeah, the batsman yeah. under any pressure. Yeah, not, yeah. So there'll be, yeah. it'll be an over of not necessarily filth, but just an, an over the batsman can leave. Mm. Whereas yeah, exactly. there'll be no challenge. Um, you mentioned Joe Denley. Joe Denley didn't offer a lot in this test match. Why, why is he in the team? Well, the, this brings me on to a point. Michael Vaughan made this point on Toughers of Vaughan that I listened to last night. Um, are we going to start? Should we start looking forward towards selection? Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to, did you want to talk about sort of Patrick's tweets? Okay, yeah. Um, I, I replied to him. I replied to Patrick saying that we'd. this is one for the pod. This wasn't one for one of us just answering in 280 characters um it there's there's more to it than that and we're, we're not, probably not going to agree on it anyway um i have no ability right now to find the tweet or probably in- inclination i'm much too lazy and i haven't prepared uh but the gist of it was yeah where do we stand on steve smith well not just steve smith david warner cameron bancroft where do we stand on them being booed um, and uh, yeah, eff- effectively, is it is it right that they should be getting this reception at Edgbaston and presumably other places? It yeah, it won't be as bad at Lords, obviously. Um, Behaviour is is different at the home of cricket. Um, but just a general discussion around that, really. Um, do we feel that they've served their time and should be given a clean slate, or is this is this a case of the fact they've cheated? This is what they've got to live with. Um, my my view is, I think it'll all kind of blow over 
sooner uh, sooner or later, probably sooner rather than later, because it seems to me that regardless of what happened, what any fan does from any country or any Steve, it's not going to bother Steve Smith one bit. So boo or not boo, it doesn't really matter because it, it's not going to have any effect on Steve Smith. I mean, Patrick's tweet was, where do you stand on Smith getting booed off? TMS seemed to think that fans owed him respect for a good innings. I'd argue that he disrespected the game with his choice of actions, so the fans owe him nothing. Boo away if you want to. And I think that's fair enough, On in all honesty. I think you can appreciate a good innings. And I think, you know, as a cricket fan, I would appre- I appreciate I can appreciate a good innings, but I wouldn't necessarily boo him either. It would be one of those things for if I was at the ground, I wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't I don't think. I so I went to the England versus Australia World Cup game at Lords, so the the first the group game, the one that we lost, and yeah, the, yeah. As I said, this is at Lords, so everything's toned down a bit. Yeah. Um, but he was getting booed. Warner was getting booed as well when they, they came into bat. Not in a huge way. I didn't particularly join in. I mean, it you know, it wasn't the whole ground doing it. Um, my view was sort of perhaps a little... not Sympathetic isn't the word because I don't particularly like Steve Smith. I certainly don't like David Warner. No, um, but... I don't like Warner. And, uh, no, uh, by the way, on a scale of dickness... Um, it very much is Warner at the top, Smith in the middle, and Bancroft at the bottom. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think the world probably agrees on that. Um, but I, I, when it happened, it, yeah, the outrage. Yes, they have they have cheated in a quite underhand, despicable way. Now we, you know, you could get into where do you draw the line with, you know, there's they've used sandpaper. What about Murray mints or what about other other items um but wherever you draw the line they've clearly crossed it um and the initial i think the rules were something like you know like a one match ban the icc rules and cricket australia rightly said you know we're not having any of this we're not having australians behave like this um what them with a, a year ban which actually probably stunned people and it felt well is that almost too severe? I think it's probably about right. And the severity of the punishment, in my view, maybe fitted the crime. So in in some respects, they've had that. Yeah. And that, that's gone. However, you know, it's it's like It's the ashes. Like... It's 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 Stuart Broad being called the bowler who you know can't be won't be named the medium pace bowler that we won't yeah. we won't name <laughs> yeah yeah you know but, that... but also if you do if you do if you behave you do something like that you cheat at sports you know it's it's like a a drugs ban for a sprinter you know you're they'll have the year ban and it's a severe sentence for a severe crime yeah um, in, in in the context of the sport and that's that's all well and good, um, but I, I, while I think they've served that, you have no right to have it just forgotten by everybody. Yeah. It was it. It's Dwayne Chambers, um, yeah. the British sprinter. He got done back. twice, didn't he? Um, and you, oh, I don't. I don't want him to win after he comes back after he's done that. I don't have any. I don't feel any, any sort of affection towards him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's you've. You've cheated, and I think a lot of people rightly feel like that. You know, even even some Australian supporters. Yeah, but in I a think... funny in a funny way that the the reaction down there probably hurts them more than the yeah. reaction over here. My my sort of not counter argument to it all is yes, boo him when he comes out to bat. Yes, you know if that's what you want to do. Yes, sort of boo him while he's batting. Do whatever it is you need to do. But I also think that. The an innings of that magnitude, uh, of that importance at that time, potentially could have been better received by the crowd who were there to watch a match, not you know create a pantomime. Well, 
yeah, Edge Baston was never going to be the the ground. No, no, no. Is it back in? Was uh, it? Absolutely. And and whilst I, I've I've I really I've really not got a strong opinion on this, surprisingly, because ultimately people are going to do what they want to do, you know, and and that's just the way it is. Personally, you can't, you can't stop them. You absolutely. can't stop anybody booing anybody. Um, but I would say that we should probably stop booing Smith because it might be firing him up. It doesn't seem yeah. to be doesn't seem to be affecting his game, does it? Booing Warner, yeah, yeah. A because he's bellend, and B because you know he can't buy a run, which is good news for us at the moment. You know, positive. Um, it's it's I I sort of I feel like I'm sitting on the fence a little bit here, um, and then. It's probably not the um, <laughs> what Patrick was was looking for. Um, I also feel like we're being quite sympathetic. Towards I, and I don't. I don't feel sim- sympathy's not the right word either. I don't feel right. that. Oh, that they're victims or anything like that. Far from it. They've cheated. They've, you know, they've had they've had a punishment, and they'll their careers will be remembered for this. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll always be. You know, however many runs Steve Smith gets, the average is sixty in Test cricket. Um, yeah, he's he's been compared to Don Bradman in this this match, and and that was that will stick with him. But there'll always be that asterisk. Yeah. Know, when you look back at his career, that this will never be forgotten. And however you look at it, a table of career test runs, and he's going to be high up there. Yeah, it'll be a blot in his copybook, wouldn't it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, but you're right. We haven't we haven't really answered the question that that Patrick asked, but. You know, we've given an opinion in more than 280 characters, so uh, you know we've done our best. Yeah, I think if you just transcribe the the bollocks we we speak, it will will take up more than one tweet. That's well, maybe sure. maybe maybe Patrick could do a pie chart on it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, that comes out. <laughs> egg, egg him on. Um, to to compare this to the the our sister brother father whatever it is long snapper podcast, it's probably harder to. It's like categorized. a second cousin, isn't it? Was it a yeah. cousin? I don't even remember what it does because it hasn't really done anything in, in no. many, many, many weeks. Um, it might come back Sim- similar to the, the other one, the, the Mall Over podcast. Mall Over, Mall Over will be back soon. Yeah. The Mall Over Codpast. Mall Over Rugby uh, Codpast. Um, by the way, why are England playing Wales two weeks in a row home? Uh, uh, fucking warm-up matches. It's a guarantee. Uh, there is a, a raft of injuries. Uh, you know, will <laughs> it's just it, I don't I don't get it. I get warm-up warm-up matches for cohesion training. I I don't get it. Don't get it. I mean, at least the, the, at least the... in the NFL preseason, you don't have like you don't get Eagles Cowboys scheduled for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, they, they they try and have matchups that don't have any any needle to make it even I suppose even less watchable. <laughs> but anyway, we we digress. Um, second test at Lords tomorrow. Um, I think in my head it's going to be a green top. I have no idea what the pitch is looking like. Um, but well, pitches the of weather, late have been. The weather isn't looking the best either, is it? We're not looking at five days of cricket. Uh, no. Well, I hope we do. I hope we are. In terms of when it finishes, because I'm I'm going on Sunday in theory. Let's not. Can you stop glowing? You seem to get a lot of. Um, you know, obviously you're located in a, a very decent area for stuff of this nature, but I live nine. No, I live less than twenty miles from Lords, and you're what? Two hundred and fifty, probably plus. But that doesn't. That, that's the only reason. But I mean, you you end up getting. You went to the World Cup. You went to, you, you get a lot of uh, stuff offered to you. Put it that way. I've done well this year. I don't you have. Yeah, just a lot of good things happening at once. There we go. I'll stop. Yeah. Either either way, that's fine. Um, yeah. So hopefully, for Russ's sake, it's over in four days. Um, and I mean, if if it, if it doesn't if it's going to rain at some point if it's just the odd shower here and now i suspect it would be over in four days given what we've we've come to expect absolutely um, but we thought that 
at Edgebaston and some, you know, even some of our batsmen dug in for at least well one innings anyway yeah yeah and you know maybe we didn't get enough enough credit that burns rory burns in his made in test century you know is as horrific as he looked at the crease or looks at the crease um it doesn't matter when you're scoring runs and people could argue you know be, oh he played a miss lot steve smith played a miss quite a oh, bit abs- well. absolutely Nothing you've got to ride you've got to you've got to ride your luck and that's just that's what he did and you know other than his absolutely horrific lid, um, <laughs> you know, fair fair play, and that was proper test match batting. I have a theory on his lid, by the way. Well, yeah, go on. Um, I I have this thought in my head that he he doesn't want to be compared to the other Burns, Monty Burns. <laughs> so what he's decided <laughs> to do Burns. is do the exact opposite on his head. So where Mister Burns from The Simpsons has hair, he has none. And where he doesn't, he grows as much as he possibly can. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it was bad. Very, very bad. Very and bad. No cricketer's barnet is improved by batting for six hours under a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, even Sir Alistair Cook might look a bit silly um, lifting his lid. Um, what am I saying? Of course he doesn't. He's immaculate in every way. In every single way. Um, let's let's talk about. Let, let's go back. As we're jumping about, let's go back to tomorrow then. Yes. Um, I have got my own thoughts on how England possibly should, could, will line up tomorrow. Um, I don't know what you think about about this, but rather well, we have a twelve-man squad, and we have a, we have a twelve-man them... squad. Um, the the squad is what Burns, Roy, Root, Denley. Stokes, Butler, Bearstow, Curran, Wokes, Broad, Archer, Leach. How many have you said? <laughs> probably, you know, probably twelve. Hopefully, okay, not hopefully I've, I've, I've got it. I've got it in front of me. Root, Archer, Bearstow, Broad, Burns, Butler, Curran, Deadly, Leach, Roy, Stokes, Wokes, which is more an alphabetical order than batting order. Yeah. Um. So. How do you find a world where we play Archer, Broad, Wokes, Curran, Leach, and Stokes? The Denley out. Yeah. So if this, well, if this was up to me, this wouldn't be the twelve that I'd have picked. Um, it's closer to the twelve that I probably expected. Oh, sorry, it's closer to the twelve. I. This isn't even a sentence. <laughs> the 12 is closer to the 12 that I wanted than I would have expected. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but given this 12, um, if it was up to me, I would take a bit, perhaps a bit of a gamble and not play, not play Denley. Um, I don't think it's a gamble because I don't think he brings anything to the team. Um, and he, you know, Sam Curran will bring more runs than Joe Denley in my, my opinion. Yeah. Um, However, Sam Curran is the man that I expect will probably miss out. Yeah, unfortunately. And you know what? You know, we've said it before about Sam Curran is the is his attitude, his demeanor, yeah, yeah. his his fight, his grit. That's that's what he brings. That's what he does. You know, how many times did he have that rear guard action? He did it against you know, he did it against Ireland the other week yeah. when it was all looking pretty ropey for England. You know. It goes well before that to to India last summer. He offers that left arm bowling option. I mean, you could you could argue that having um, Joffre, you could then use Archer in those four or five over bursts, knowing that you've got Wokes, Broad, Curran, Stokes then as a fifth bowling option and Leach. And you're not actually detracting from the batting because potentially you could bowl, you could bat Curran at seven. You you absolutely could. And I think we touched on this the other week when we were, I think, before even the World Cup, maybe picking our Ashes squads um, or Ashes, Ashes team. The fact that our batting in recent months and years hasn't been much to write home about. You know, why don't you pick someone like Curran um, for the fact that he seems to get runs as a bowler, yeah, 
Um, I, I, I mean, it, it might sound flippant, so it, it might sound like me being anti-Kent because I'm always anti-Kents. Um, but I, I don't see Denley making more runs than Curran would. I genuinely don't. And okay, you might need to to jig the the batting order a little bit, but I don't even at, think root at three. Root at three. Well, Root batted at three in the first test. Um, and by the way, I think we've got the wrong wicketkeeper for what it's worth with yeah. Bairstow. I think Butler should have the gloves. Um, but if Bairstow's got the gloves, um, promote Butler or promote Stokes to four. You know, it, it, whatever you need to do. I don't see that. I would, I would think about putting Stokes in at four. And then Butler at five, Bairstow at six. I mean, I'm Stokes, getting Stokes at four. His bowling, perhaps you know, you say to you say to him, we're not relying on your bowling so much. Yeah, and he's he's a better batsman than a bowler anyway. Yeah, and he can dig in, and he's he dug in in both innings, um, really well. Um, I I'm almost getting to the point where Bairstow, where I'm considering, well, I would consider leaving him out as well at some point for, for Ben folks. I don't think we should, uh, you know, if we if you're leaving Denley out, it'd be unwise. No, I would say no, to leave no, Besto out as well. We'll only not, have 10. Not tomorrow. Crazy. not tomorrow, not in that squ- in the squad, obviously, but <laughs> you know, I think if Besto doesn't make runs tomorrow or during this test match, I, then, yeah, I agree. I agree. Ben folks, I, th- I can see Ben folks being, uh, being drafted in, and then either either Butler or I mean, depending on who performs, Butler or Bairstow losing their place. Um, more likely Bairstow, I think, because you know Butler is um, you know, Butler's been shifted around. They've both been shifted around the order a yeah, bit. No, but it's it's a necessary thing when no one's got any bloody form or or, or application. It would seem. I, I I'm a fan of folks. I'd love to see him. In the team, and it's his batting. His batting isn't arguably where Bairstow or Butler's is. Well, his, his form might be at the moment, um, but if you're even if you're dropping Bairstow and you've still got Butler in the team, folks seems still seems to be a bit of a luxury. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, interestingly, I didn't realise that Simon Harmer becomes England qualified next year. Did you know that? I don't think I did. I don't think that that's caught me on the hop because I didn't think there was a way that... I don't know how, why happen. and that just popped into my head. He hasn't played for South Africa Test matches, has he? He has. He has? Yes. So that's yeah, me to say he can't become England qualified. I, 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 picked, I picked it up for um, oh yeah, Test debut 321. Cap number 321. Ted Rogers. Um, Michael Vaughan said it on Tough as a Vaughan last night. He may have thrown that out without fact-checking it. Probably. Uh, it's, it's possible. I, I, I was under the impression that he couldn't... He wouldn't be able to play for, for England if he's played test matches for, for South Africa. They just wouldn't pick him, I don't think. Just wouldn't happen. I'm not sure um, if that's... With, I mean, if players have played for two different countries... I mean, I'd, I'd, but I, I do know, know that, it, that Simon Harmer has been bowling it. Um, the England team... This week in preparation you know, for England facing Lyon as the the number of the premier off spinner in the. Is that why team. he doesn't seem to be paying any attention to his T Twenty captaincy? Yes, potentially. Yeah. It's been bloody awful. <laughs> just I'm going to go on a little tangent here. If you're shit enough as a T Twenty team to be. 80 of for one off about nine overs against Hampshire at Chelmsford and collapse to about 130 all out. If you're shit enough to do that, what do you do to try and win the game when you get the ball? Surely you throw it to Mohamed Amir. Okay, Mohamed Amir bowls the first over down the hill, takes a wicket. What do you then do? Oh, we better hold him back. No, the only way you're going to win a game like that is to skip them. Absolute yeah. idiot. Not a big fan of his captaincy, then. Not a big fan of his captaincy. But he is the premier. I'm a massive fan of his bowling, of his offspin, and bowling, his batting yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, his offspin. But he's been bowling it the England side this week. 
um, to hopefully get them a little bit better prepared for Nathan Lyon. Whether you know you can't really compare Harmer and Lyon as far as like the the overspin that everyone talks about with yeah. uh, with Nathan Lyon. Um, but he's got like was it like three hundred test wickets? Was it last week? He got three hundred test wickets. Three hundred and fifty. Wow. I know. It's. I had a, It might have been uh, Frank on Twitter. I had a conversation about that with him, and neither of us could quite believe that he's done that. Um, and we both agreed that it didn't really rate him. Um, and I, you look at him bowl, and you just, it just seems to be a generic off spinner. Yeah. yeah the, the, the next one out the factory, and that it's actually probably quite unfair. He's properly Australian. Record. It's, yeah. it's, um, ever since Warren, it's always been like, okay, Australia don't have a good spinner because nobody, nobody seems to come close, and nobody does come close. But when you realise he's got 350 Test wickets at you know a decent average, um, it's he doesn't, he, yeah, clearly doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, he's done there with Graham even, Swan, isn't he? Really, when you when you think about it, I said he wasn't the other day, but Swanee certainly didn't. Didn't get that many. He didn't play that many. Um, uh, yeah, if England are practicing by facing Simon Harmer, then that's a good thing if they're taking Nathan Lyon seriously. Um, well, they need to. And they, yeah, they do. They need to take a lot more. They need yeah. to take their batting a lot more seriously. And I think, I think a lot of this comes down to comes down to the coaching. Oh, we said said this before. Trevor Bayliss is on his way out. Yeah, he's he's. His legacy will be the fact that he's brought the World Cup to England, which is yeah. fantastic. But just what is the same time, email, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fine. But you can't get away from the fact that during the time that the ODI team has gone up through the roof, the Test team's gone the other way, so, particularly the batting. Yeah. So Nathan Lyon, eighty-seven Tests, three hundred and fifty-two Test wickets at thirty-one point eight. And Swanee was uh, 60 tests, tests. uh, 255 wickets at 29.9. So not a lot in it. Mm, Yeah. If Swanee had played 87 tests, he'd probably be uh, similar, Yeah, I guess. You'd think so. What, another 30 tests, another 100 wickets? I just... Yeah, that sounds. Hey, but no, I think Swanee would be a bit ahead, actually. I mean, Swanee, but... Swanee's got seventeen yeah, five, five wickets in ins, whereas Lions only got fifteen. Three ten wicket matches with Lions two. Um, you just always sense that Swan seemed to have more of a hold over the batsman. Like he, he would control the game. He would boss the game. You'd. He'd think, he'd think batsman out. And I, I'm probably, again, being unfair to Nathan Lyon. He just seems to just stick it on a length. Yeah, and let the batsmen get themselves out. I mean, yes, he does. Which will work <laughs> at the moment. Especially against England. I mean, you see some of the balls that Swanee bowled back through the gate. Um, I remember that's the series. I think it was the last series that... Um, Oh, the Lakshman and Dravid played. No, not Dravid. It was 2014, I think. Uh, And yeah, and he bowled some. I mean, I remember him bowling ponting through the gate with a with a absolutely belt in delivery. I remember him bowling. I'm sure it was was it Dravid. Might have been Dravid. It could be Coley by then, 2014. India and England, 2014. Here we go. Match drawn. I'm just going through the... uh... This is a lot of Crick Info work. This is a lot of Crick Info work. Give me the second. Give me the innings. And I'm also about to break it to you that I'm pretty sure that he retired before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. that so I think it must be 2011. India 2011. Well, 2011 was when we 
we beat India 4-0 to go number one in the world. Uh, yes. So there's a lot of good memories about that summer. Yes, it must have been because that would have been Dravid Test Series. Yeah. That was Tendulkar's last in England. Tendulkar's last in England. That's right. First test. I'm just going through the... Tim Bresnan, bloody hell. Where is he, lad? Uh, Amit Mishra. I'm finding it. Graeme Swan, six for 106. Uh, back back in the days when Peterson was in a team, you know, when he was still tolerated. Oh, that that was the series. That was that 2011 series was when Stuart Broad um, got probably one of the worst hat tricks in cricket in history, <laughs> wasn't it? Is that the one where Harbhajan middled well, it? He, bad? he wouldn't have had a hat trick if India had allowed DRS. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny how that's that's forgotten water long under the bridge. Um, we we we're good at digressing. We digress. Where were we? We've we've gone from Simon Harmer bowling spin to Swan, and now Broad taking hat tricks against India in 2011. Impressive, quite the trail. <laughs> um, just Peterson in my head, by the way. If you haven't seen, there's a five-part documentary on Sky about uh, K. No, his whole, his whole career, everything about him, really. Um, if you've not seen it yet, I strongly urge you to to find it. It's uh, on the if you're a Sky subscriber, it'd be on the on demand. Um, NASA does a lot of the work, um, but they dig up a a lot of people from wherever he's been um, to give an insight into his character. Even Peterson himself, I think, would admit that. Should we say he's not probably the easiest to get along with? Um, would be an understatement. Yeah, uh, but I it need presents, to watch that. It presents both sides pretty well, um, and it's like a lot of things that Sky do. It's really well put together. They do excellent stuff. That Sky Sports cricket team are, on the whole, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's another one kicking about Ashes in the eighties, and Charles Colville presents that one as an equally good watch. And if if Lords doesn't go quite so well this week, um, go and take some pleasure in that, particularly 81 and 86-7. There's a lot of good stuff. Um, I'm digressing again. Um, Lords, let's, let's do, let's give a prediction. Uh, I don't Aust- really have a, <laughs> a gut um, feeling, actually. Well, I, again, it's it's. I do have a gut feeling because it's all dependent on the toss. I think the Australians. Have, I may have seen on Twitter they named their team, um, or there's no, been they named room, twelve rumours, which, which of is odd team. when you've got a big squad overseas. I didn't quite get that. Um, but it looks like Stark's going to play, uh, and Hazelwood possibly with Pattinson missing out. Which is a bit odd. So someone else has got to miss out as well who played at Edgbaston. Uh, was it Greek Australia? Maybe they haven't named it then. What was that tweet that you shared earlier? The one about... Oh, I, mock, I mocked the fact that they picked 12 and just said they were... The team. Yeah. Same, same old Aussies. Same old Aussies always cheating. But... If yeah, Australia start, bowl first, if Australia bowl first, I think they could genuinely do us by an innings. Uh, this is it a win? The, is it win the toss and bowl? That's that's another question. It's, I, I don't yes. think it, it, does. Does either team want to bat last? Um. I think Australia would back themselves to bowl England out cheap, fairly cheaply twice. I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's a after watching England, the manner of that defeat in the first test just just changes everything. Um, and while England can bounce back, um, like a great book was once written, um, they. <laughs> 
they need a lot to change. They need to bat a lot better at least once. And I, I think I always think that our bowlers could get, can always get us out of jail, you know, particularly with Archer coming in. I mean, Archer, Archer might bowl like a drain and not cope with the slope and the moving ball and all the rest of it. I don't know. But he could equally absolutely pulverise them. He could. And, and Broad and, and Wokes bowling at Lords, they are, they are going to be a threat. I mean, it, my gut says it's a low-scoring game that yeah, I, I don't have... I certainly don't have more confidence in England batting than Australia. I mean, it, it might come down to you know, if we can get Smith out cheaply twice. Yeah, we've got a chance. Maybe that's um, where it is. Maybe, and well, some lower enough. order runs. You know, if if well, Sam Curran's not going to play realistically, but you know, um, uh, a couple of knocks from the likes of Butler, Wokes down the order. Well, uh, we need we need difference. we need the middle order. We need some of the middle order to get some runs. Some, we need somebody somewhere to get some runs. Well, um, you know, Rory Burns showed the way. You know, that three hundred odd first innings at Edgebaston for England. You know, one guy stuck around and got one hundred and thirty ish. We had a, a fifty and a seventy. All of a sudden, you're starting to post some decent totals. When you get in one guy getting a fifty or a sixty, and the rest not really contributing, which is what's happened to England for quite a while, you know, you, you're always going to struggle in test matches. You need someone to always, you know, just look, Australia won that game because of Steve Smith. That's it. Full stop. Yes, the bowlers did their part in the fourth innings where England were chasing a monster total. Yes, Jimmy Anderson got injured, so England were a bowler down. Um, but to be frank... It was Steve Smith. He was the difference between the two teams. That's yeah. it. And um, one one guy isn't going to be the difference between two teams in every game. No, you know, particularly a batsman, you know, a bowler. There's more of a chance of, of being that. Prediction then. Oh. <laughs> okay. So prediction. Uh, low scoring Australia win. That's a head prediction, obviously, not a hard yeah. prediction. Well, I hope I hope it's only a head prediction. Um, I think that the winner of the toss will bowl and lose the game. Oh, do you think it would be a um? A typical England will win the toss and bowl it on a green top at Lords, and bowl too short. I can I could see that happening. I could. I can also see the pitch looking like a green top and actually playing okay. Yeah. Um, I mean that it, it, there, it will offer something. It will offer more than will. Birmingham did. It will nibble around for a bit as it always does at Lords. And then it will flatten out for a bit. But I'm going to say England win. God, I hope so. For the series' sake, for my no, just uh, for blood pressure. Sake. <laughs> if England were one nil up, <laughs> we're not going to sit here and say, "I hope Australia get a win for the series' sake." Um, just, bah. just as long as cricket's the winner. Cricket's the real winner at the end of the day, and it, and you know that the Edge Baston Test was a great Test match. It did have everything: the roller coaster of a Test match in full effect. Yeah, but we lost. Oh, give me two thousand five, all day, every day. <laughs> um, right, we've probably talked enough cricket. Um. Russ is jet lagged. Um, what we haven't done since we've been back on a long, 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 long leg, long, 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 long snapper all over podcast is um, a bit of any other business. You've been okay. on holiday, have, but yeah. don't tell anyone about that. Have a have a little rant instead. Oh, I have a... people. So America's a a place, isn't it? As in. <laughs> Just a, a very, very odd place full of odd people. 
lots of people just I, I, I frequented a few of the the theme parks humble, humble brag um where people just meander slowly and stop right you, in front you should of have, you. you should check in on facebook and let people know that you're there <laughs> yeah might do that next time um <laughs> people who just stop but they, they, there's nothing more annoying and it happens in supermarkets lots as well where you'll be going about your business just trying to get from from a to b do whatever it is you need to do and a person in front of you will just literally stop dead in their tracks and when when you have to take evasive action or actually bump into them they look at you as if you are the person that's in the wrong a bit like in a um you know maybe a a fender bender as they call it in america um if you're following too closely behind another vehicle and you crash into the back of them when you put the brakes on it's your fault well if you didn't stop abruptly for no reason whatsoever then perhaps i wouldn't have i wouldn't have smashed into you yeah i different well different attitudes to basic human yeah <laughs> basic human decency basic just basic human skills the other thing i will say is um i took on a i took in a baseball match and obviously this is a cricket podcast and i took her into a baseball match florida marlins versus atlanta braves on saturday evening at the uh, marlins the newly created marlins park which was absolutely beautiful by the it's way indoors in isn't it indoors yeah, yeah. yeah i mean they've, they've got to be playing baseball in summer <laughs> yeah yeah and it was an amazing place it wasn't you know the crowd was probably ten thousand in a 50 to see a fifty thousand stadium um and trying to explain to erin it was a baseball is a bit like it's a bit like a a test match i guess in in one evening because I didn't know too much about baseball previously, but it's nine innings. Each side gets nine goes each, basically. And then the number of runs at the end of the nine innings finds your winner. Well, I I, um, I went to, sorry to jump in, I went to a game in 2015 in San Francisco. I went to see the, the Giants play and with a guy who lives out there. Um, and he... Well, over the course of our stay, had explained a lot about the game to me. And since then, I'm, well, I'm no baseball expert by any means, but I sort of know what's going on, watch it occasionally on TV. Um, Ed Smith, the uh, chairman of selectors um, for England, has written about sort of comparing cricket and baseball. And one of his observations, which is when you watch a bit of it and you, you actually realise it's bang on, um, and there's a strange dynamic shift when you compare the two games. So in, in cricket, the bat, the onus is on the batsman not to lose his wicket, not to make a mistake, and the bowler is expected to. You know, if you've got if you're a bowler in Test cricket and you've got a strike rate of 50, 55, you're doing especially well. So that's one wicket every 50 deliveries. The expectation in baseball is the opposite. So if you're a pitcher, you're expected not to give anything away. If you make a mistake as a pitcher and you've gone for a home run, that's as that's yeah. as bad as getting yourself out. And as a hitter in baseball, you're kind of like, like the bowler. The, the average so hit, a... the average hit, a, what's seen as a good hitting percentage is like a third. So let's say let's say oh, a, a batter goes that, in, probably, yeah. a batter goes into he might get five opportunities in nine innings potentially because obviously you've got nine players on a team. You got nine on a team, yeah, and of you know depends the, how the scoring goes. If it's high scoring, you'll get a lot more, yeah. You recycle as you go round, but but this game Braves versus Marlins. Marlins are at the bottom of the league, basically bottom of their conference. They are pretty dog shit. Um, the score was zero zero at the end of the seventh innings, <laughs> and I was getting to the point where I was like. This is it's getting a little bit, you know, it's getting a bit boring now. So this um, is one of those things. Baseball aficionados love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so in this in the eighth, the Braves scored three. They had a three-run home run. Florida got a single, so it was three-one. Yeah. 
then in the ninth, uh, the Braves scored another three-run home run. So it was 6-1 with the Marlins to, to come in on the ninth innings, right? Yeah. Somehow the Marlins managed to tie it up in the, in the ninth, go into an extra inning, <laughs> and they win 7-6 in the extra inning in the tenth. And I nearly left at the end of the eighth. Because I was thinking that's mad when you've got nothing at all after seven. But what what sometimes happens is like the starting pitchers don't tend to finish the game. So by the you know if if they pitched well, they're still in by the seventh. But eighth and ninth innings, you've probably got relief pitchers coming in or closers. Yeah, or you've got or you've got the the, the biggest. So the Marlins took off maybe some of their younger guys that they were looking to to develop and brought on some sort of just bigger hitters that were just there specifically to to hit home runs and and by the end it was absolutely gripping you know they had they had the bases yeah. loaded it was like proper um, amazing sport and the atmosphere was was really really good despite there being so few people in the in the stadium um so yeah if you're ever and and what i would say off the back of this is if you were ever in another country for whatever reason on on holiday try and check out some local sport you know i i've not done it enough and the next time yes. i go to america i'll definitely do something like that again whether that's football or whether it's um baseball or i nearly went to um orlando city fc i thought oh that would be that'd be good to go and go and see that um because there's so much out there different sports you know or just going to watch a sport you love in another country agreed i've been i've been to i yeah totally endorse that message and to see aussie rules in australia and, yeah you know it, it's it's fantastic um in italy went to see a, a roma game you know when in rome got to do these things absolutely yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't you and you know as i say i very nearly left towards the end of that game and I would have been kicking myself. And, <laughs> and I sat there and, and what shook me out of it was um, I've paid, paid for a ticket. It's my first time I've been to a ball game. Probably the only time I'll go for, for quite a while. Why would I not just see it through to the end? Like leaving, yeah. like, like leaving a football match five minutes early with your team 2-0 down and then coming back to draw 2 all or whatever. It's like, why would you so do that? It's only yourself? a fifth fall. You've not got much traffic to beat by leaving yeah. early, have you? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, go and go and check it out. Check out local sport wherever you are. Even if even if you go on holiday in this country, you know, and you find yourself with a spare evening, why not? You know, see what the local semi-professional football team are doing, or rugby, or cricket, if you go to or the north. They have this thing called rugby league. Yeah, it's a bit I'm like sure. nor. It's a bit like good rugby. But they 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 have like five tackles and they have to give the ball back and it's like sharing rugby really. <laughs> Actually, tactically, it's a lot like the NFL in that regard. Yeah, um, that's a I, rugby league. Something I should like and I just don't and I can't nah, quite. I don't. I it doesn't really like it. Seem to have the intensity or the I don't know. Can't can't quite work it out. Um, yeah, that that probably do us. Are you not going to have any any other business? Of well, any... I, I, yeah, I could I could do it's it's it lacks the gravitas of yours, <laughs> but um, I got bitten by <laughs> I assume it was a mosquito at the weekend, and it's like yesterday I felt a bit sick and I've had a sort of a temperature, a bit of a fever. Have you got like, not... AIDS or something or? Well, um... I didn't. Or I didn't put malaria. Is that malaria? It could be. It could be. I didn't put. I didn't really. I thought oh, I've just got a little bug. It was sort of back end of yesterday. I've been out with the kids for the day and sort of came home and I felt a bit rough. And that that's sort of gone. But this morning, this bite on my calf, like the the whole of the back of my calf is bright red and it's swollen. Uh, and it's are you disgusting. sure? It's, is it not but, a, like a horsefly bite? <laughs> I don't know. But I went. I actually went to. Unusually for me, I went to the doctor today. And yeah. it just looked so horrific, the amount it swallowed. And it, it's, uh, it's infected, and I've got penicillin to get rid of this. It's an insect bite. I mean, yeah. I'm, I've, 
I went blackberry picking by the new river in Hertfordshire. You know, it's hardly trekking through the jungles of the Congo. Yeah, mate, I'm I'm prone. I mean, this is superb for the listeners, but I am <laughs> um, really prone to insect bites. And where I walk the dog, uh, the dogs I get bitten by um, horseflies quite often, and they really come up. They um, hurt when they get you, horseflies. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm constantly covered in insect repellent, etc. So That's what I should have used insect repellent. Yeah, why not? Public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I I don't know if this is if this has sounded any good because my brain is all over the place. So uh, yeah, it's not our problem. It's Alyssa's problem. Don't worry about it. An hour and two minutes. <laughs> um, we've got something out there. Um, if well, hopefully you'll listen to it before the the bulk of the Lord's test, in which case it's probably no longer relevant. But there you go. It's out there. Um. Thanks, Russ. Thanks for anybody who's out there listening to us. All three of you. Yeah, go well. Nice to have you along. Go well.